Hi, I'm Kate. And I'm Mandy. And this is Love Sober, the podcast for the sober and sober curious. Hi, and welcome back to Love Sober, the podcast for the sober and sober curious. And this is episode 71. Um, And today we are going to be talking about a kind of um, approach that we've both kind of evolved together, I guess, uh, to keep us well and balanced. And we'll talk about that and sort of, um, yeah, look after our mental, emotional, um, physical well-being. And we thought it was quite pertinent to talk about it at the moment because we are both um, at home and um, we've got the coronavirus um, sort of we still don't know the situation in the UK. It's kind of unfolding at the moment and Mandy's um, in confinement at the moment. So we're just going to talk about those practices that keep us well and looking at things within our sphere of control when things feel out of control, I suppose. Um, yeah. So, so that's it really. And in the case, in the, you know, in the hopes that it might help people. I know that I've seen lots of people sharing lots of resources online, which is amazing and really kind of, I don't know, life affirming, I think. So this is our kind of uh, contribution, I suppose, one of our contributions to the collective kind of looking after each other. Um, So, but first we'll do our check-in. So hi, Mandy, how are you doing? Um, Yeah, I'm not too bad, you know. I mean, um what are we day sort of three of confinement um which means we can't um we we have to have a written reason why we're out of the house basically so excuse me um it's it's really inappropriate to cough right now but um I just got a cold um yeah it's we we can go out for a little bit of exercise we can go out to the shop we can go out to the doctors and we can go out if we need to for work but you have to have kind of a written statement of why and if you get stopped without that then you get a fine so you know it's not it's come from a place of kind of um collective responsibility it's it's not necessarily because we're in panic crisis it's more like look you guys take this seriously and and people weren't so it, it's more a kind of reaction to that so um I mean we're quite lucky because we live by the sea and in a small town so it doesn't feel too heavy really like I think if you're in big cities like Paris or Lille where we used to live um you know there's kind of quite he- heavy army presence everywhere so yeah I'm good you know and the, the kids have got work home from school and what I found really useful is kind of having a daily structure um, because otherwise I can I can tend to just be at my desk kind of doing work stuff and um, and actually I see this as a bit of an opportunity to re-link and connect as a family and my husband said the same because he's working from home now so you know we've we've scheduled in an hour to play play games as a family um you know we scheduled in an hour to make sure we do a bit of exercise so it actually feels quite good like you know for me who works at home and has been a bit structureless it's teaching me um you know to sort of boundary my time and and make myself kind of um effective um mm. yeah so so you know I'm all right I made some soup this morning and yeah just just getting on with it really and you yeah. I mean it's a slightly different situation in the UK it's a bit more mm. 
Yeah, it's um, the schools haven't closed yet, but we're in confinement because my daughter was poorly on Monday. So school have asked us to stay off, which I'm really kind of happy with. I'm just like, okay, well, that's, uh, you know, we were talking about it's like, it's quite nice if you've got directives and sort of a cohesive sort of plan, isn't it? It's like, okay, I know what I'm doing now. I know that she'll be off till after Easter. We're just cracking on now. Um, so, yeah, um, I don't know. I, I'm feeling a bit shit today, I have to say. Um, I think uh, yesterday I was like, I had a bit of a, like a honeymoon period where I was like, oh, okay. I, I, I had that moment of acceptance of, oh, okay, that's what we're doing. Um, and it felt quite good. Um but today I, I I feel like I'm, you know, like I say, my, my yoga clo- uh, studio, B-Yoga. So obviously we, we are um, doing the collective, like it was the self-isolation, which again I'll talk about because I really don't like those words, but those that sort of containment in the, co- in the um, for common good, I think is the, the word that I'd use. So, um, but I miss them, you know, I miss my people. Mm. Um and I miss my yoga practice because that's ha- basically how I don't lose my shit. So they've posted stuff online <laughs> so we can do like um, classes together. So I, I think I'm just processing that. Um, but I feel like you do. I'm sort of seeing it as an okay, well, let's just reconnect as a family. Let's get the structure in. Like My daughter's next door working on her on her stuff. My husband's upstairs working my son's still asleep um which I'll have to get him up soon but I can't do a podcast and get my son up so I'm like (laughs) okay (laughs) so yeah so but I have the guilt you know so I guess there's going to be a certain amount of caretaking mental health caretaking of myself Mm. to boundary and manage my own expectations and how much I can actually do so I think for all the perfectionists and all the mums out there that are expecting themselves to bake cookies and have the kids you know doing all their homework and da 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 it's like okay there may be a bit of self-care to look at those and keep things very very simple you know yeah uh, which is what what what, what we're going to try to do just block out a bit of time see how it works and see it as a kind of testing like like we'll try and get our routines in and if they don't work well we'll tweak them a bit you know and just try be like that explore it together you know yeah I mean that's what certainly has happened here you know the first couple of days it's like right okay you know kids do their schoolwork 10 till 12 and then 2 till 4 and that was kind of the only structure there was and I found myself really kind of like I didn't get back to my emails to my clients until like you know two in the afternoon where I normally do them at like eight in the morning and just like everything just felt a bit like wow like um yeah sort of and 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 they ended up just sort of I felt like I was ignoring them a lot of the time because everything just felt really kind of yeah just not structured essentially and so yeah. So today what we did is like literally do like an hour by hour just guide, you know, and it really helped because it made you realize mm. like, oh, OK, like there, there aren't that many day- hours in the day to fill, um, yeah. you know, and then it's like, right, there's that time where they can just do whatever they want, you know, and then there's yeah. that time that we're going to do something together. And then there's this time that they can do what they want and this time for school. So it, it actually yeah. the more you kind of have an 
sort of beginning and end of the day and sort of block it in hours I've I found yeah. it really 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 yeah, helpful I was gonna say for to us two hours would be a too big a block to even get our head around so we have to just because well, um, Ella's still at primary school, mm. she's like, okay, I do my ink waster now, which is where you just write a diary entry. So she's done that and um, then do a bit of reading. And then I've just got an online resource, which we've put on the iPad. So she's doing a, a little bit of that. Mm. So, um, and then we'll see, we'll probably have a break then. <laughs> I'm going to have a coffee and shake it out. We've, oh, I'll talk about the tree later. When we get onto the balance model, I'll talk about what I've done for enjoyment over the last week. <laughs> oh, and it still is the high point, but I'll talk about that later. Yeah, should, so, uh, so yeah, yeah, I guess, um, you know, balanced is the acronym and we'll go through yeah. it in a, in a moment. And I guess this has come out from, you know, our coach training, both you as kind of life coaching me in, in recovery coaching and life coaching, uh, our own kind of self-exploration into positive psychology. I mean, Martin Seligman uses an acronym PERMA. Um, within the science of happiness, you have um, kind of different, areas of of life which sort of Mm. make up um your well-being you know and and they talk about gratitude practices and talk about mindfulness that's been huge for me that the science of happiness informed a lot of lot of lot of my toolkits yeah yeah right and um and then obviously Mm. as coaches you know one of the kind of fundamental um tools of a coach is is the wellness wheel which is you know eight different areas of of life and looking at your life satisfaction in that area and so we kind of took it as a from a sober point of view and just building in all the tools and stuff we sort of saw that there was um a structure that perhaps we could we could lay down for our clients as coaches and for us just to check in with ourselves really and to make sure that we're kind of balanced which is the acronym so yeah so balanced do you want to go through it what, what the word the what the acronym means yeah so yeah so b is for body a is for awe and that comes from science of happiness very much um informed by that which we can talk about l is for love a second A is for alignment. N is for nurture. C is for connection and our communities and our loved ones. E is for enjoyment, all those things that light us up. Um, sense, sorry, D is for drive and those things that make our lives, you know, meaningful. Um, so that's the that's the 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 acronym and what all the letters stand for, and then maybe we can go through each one and just explain it a bit more what they could look like and what we do. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. B for body. So obviously that's mental and physical well being, nutrition, exercise. So that's the check in about uh, and I and somatics. I would say in there as well. So it's you know checking in on on how you are supporting yourself in a physical sense Mm. um so for for me at the moment I mean I just said it's that kind of oh there's my cat um (laughs) it's it's, um you know I'm it's looking at what I'm eating making sure that I kind of you know I've got nuts and I've got some vegetables and you know I've 
we bought in some kind of um, like I've been having yogurt in the morning with banana and then some chia seeds and, you know, that sort of stuff. Um, making sure that I'm not overwhelming my brain. Um, it was interesting, actually, I was listening to Radio 4 this morning, which I haven't done for a long time. And I was really enjoying it because it was tapping into that kind of intellectual side, which would mm. be nurture. Um but then the news came on and actually it's the first time I've listened to the news in, in English and it just, my anxiety just went. Whoom. So I was like, okay, that's, yeah. that's a no, no. Um, yeah. So yeah. yeah. And, and then your kind of practices, whether it be, um, you know, what do you do for movement? Um, whether it's running or yoga or, or whatever. Um, mm. So that's one that's that tends to be a bit neglected with me. I don't um because I've got lots of injuries, I don't do a lot of physical activity. Um, but it's certainly something that my husband has, you know, pushed that we must do um now. So we're gonna make sure like I'm gonna take my daughter out, he'll take my son out every day just to like run, walk, um yeah, whatever. Move. Yeah. Yeah. So that's body for what about you? Um yeah, I mean, the big one for me is yoga. Uh, and that ticks so many of those boxes for me. It's like a, one of my super letters or my super tools. Um, but yeah, because that feeds into my connection and my community with the whole like when you breathe with people, it's very calming on the nervous system. So I can practice on my own. Um still which is really great and I will do it with my children well I'll do it with my daughter I don't know if my son will be up for it because he's that kind of really moody teenager who really needs to do it but whether he's going to oh, it's yeah. like, I mean, yeah, right, getting yeah, my daughter right, out for this okay. run walk is going to be you know challenging <sighs> every day yes so <laughs> but then so the, so the yoga and also um, we can still go to the woods near us we've got you know big nature reserves all around us which we're really lucky and there's no one you know it's just empty there's there's no one there especially during the school day because people are still at school so we can I said to my daughter we're going to start doing couch to 5k together um so that will be that the food a balance of the kind of nutrient kind of healthy foods and those foods that make us feel comforted at a scary time so a bit of comfort food in there because I know that's I know in the past I've been I'm fascinated with nutrition and I'm very sort of scientifically minded about it so it's very good for me on a different level for on a body level to go oh what what do I actually feel like what what makes me feel mm. kind of comforted and it might be mashed potato you know on with my dinner rather than thinking oh, I, I ought to eat a cold salad because I'm looking at it through this lens yeah. of intuitive whatever it eating. Is. yeah so in yeah exactly that kind of intuitive eating um so yeah just just all of that really and the general kind of trying to keep keep moving um I'll tell you what what we did the other day which was hilarious this kind of goes into Ian enjoyment this is a little window onto my my life and my marriage right but I've got an Alexa by my bed and when I was trying to go to sleep the other night my husband was just kind of being really annoying and he kept going Alexa play Bangra and then it would go mm, da, da, uh, dear, dear, and a really loud Bangra tune would come on right so we did it in the morning and we were jumping me and my daughter and um we were all jumping around to a bit of Bangra about nine o'clock on Tuesday morning yeah <laughs> 
so yeah that movement and having a bit of a laugh <laughs> well that is actually key I mean that's what uh, I've been learning through because I'm doing Jolene Park's um tr- gray area drinking training which we've kind of been we've been talking about a lot and that that shaking it out um yeah. is is hugely and kind of dance is hugely hugely helpful for um kind of decompressing and also um working through trauma so yeah and, and, and yeah. you know and, and and anxiety which is a, a state of trauma you know so mm. yeah that I mean that's that's so, a really good idea any dancing you could do um mm. yeah so next one is or yeah well interestingly right with this one I was thinking that I'm not getting much of this at the moment because we've got to stay in it feels like it's going the other way um so um and and also when things feel very big and overwhelming or can sometimes not be the right tool almost mm. so because that feels very big as well you know the big crashing waves and all the rest of it I mean it could be like if you live by the seaside or whatever but um but so for me we always talked about um wonder being a little sister the fun loving little sister of awe and I think for me I feel like I'm much more in a fairy lights and make the garden like look nice and look at the daffodils so look right kind of close in at micro things signs you know we talked about signs of life which are all but it's not that kind of in the presence of something so great because actually I think that's not what I need right now I need to make my world feel very safe and kind of bring it much closer um so things like what that one strange rock that Will Smith uh, narrates that one thing about the planet being amazing but I can still be under my blanket watching it I feel like that's the kind of reminder and life-affirming sense of bits of wonder that I can get get in you know I don't know that's where I'm at with it all. Yeah, <laughs> Lottie agrees um she's, yeah. she's trying to tell me to open the door but I'm like I can't I'm recording a podcast so she's just giving me this cat glare oh, at the moment um he's gonna shit somewhere <laughs> Oh, or in the background yeah. we'll hear her on her in her tray in a minute which in will be... scratchy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um because I have to be I'm in another room than normal because obviously everyone's home and using the wi-fi um yeah you just I mean... made me you, you, sorry I've got to tell you this as well in terms of what I'm going through to enjoyment because we, ha- we haven't got laughter in it but you've just reminded me of one Christmas we were all like up at the in-laws and one of the funniest things I've ever seen is Dave's dad. We were doing charades and he had to mime kitty litter. And so to see this kind of kind of 70-year-old kind of straining and pretending to kind of shit and then digging this kitty litter tray. Sorry, that's like overshare, but I just remember that. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, um, I think you... Sorry. That's okay. Thanks. Thanks. Um, I think or can be that kind of mindfulness and nature and you know that mm. it doesn't have to be expansive, I don't think. Um I think it can be gratitude as well. It can be that kind of um feeling mm. connected to to that you that we are all connected in some way, you know. And and maybe like for me, or is that kind of like 
the human spirit that's coming out of people mm. doing stuff like everywhere I turn it's like um, I'm, I'm setting up this you know online zoom um, creative class or I'm setting on up this um, community to teach old people how to use whatsapp you know like that people are using creative thinking which which I find very well, awe-inspiring yeah, I find that very awe-inspiring actually the the endless creativity in the search in the quest to connect yeah that is freaking awesome on an evolutionary level and what we then do because everyone was like the newspapers love to tell us how separate we are and how scared we should be Mm. oh look everyone's panicked buying fucking toilet roll and there is that immediate response but very soon after it we go oh where's where where is everyone and we will find any opportunity to connect with each other and it's so beautiful I so I really 100% agree with you on that yeah and and I think there's also been a kind of a collective response to like immediately everyone was like oh my god I can't believe people are like bulk buying stuff and then there's been this kind of reaction of like well they're just in fear response so you know let's yeah, give there's a kind of compassion yeah let's give them a through. break and just kind of explain the situation and therefore mm. they won't be in that fear response and therefore they will be kind of having a more collective response so there is that kind of yeah. you know like, yeah. once that's you in, once you inform people people can make better mm. choices and that's like fundamental to anything isn't it it's about education so so yeah so I, I'm I'm I find that pretty awe-inspiring at the moment. Um, So Mm. being connected in the right ways, and there is that, like, you know, the news, okay, cut it out, but that doesn't mean you need to cut down connection with social media that makes you happy or makes you feel like, wow, that's kind of amazing what people are doing. You know, an old school friend sent me a message because she lives not far from my parents just to say, like, you know, do do they need me to go to the shops? So it's like that stuff is like hold on mm. to those those gratitude and yeah be mindful of and I've that. had that um uh, one thing this morning which was um from the school office which is usually quite officious mm. like information and so I just said oh um could you send some work home I have dojoed the teachers as this app we use but um not had anything through it'd be great to have something a bit structured and to to earn a bit more you know in in line with what she's doing and then I got a lovely message from the secretary saying Kate are you all right we're in isolation too and it was so lovely and I was like are you working remotely and she was like yeah yeah I'm just picking up the emails blah 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 but we're okay how are you doing if you've got anyone who can bring you shopping around and I was like you know that's changed from being um okay the sports day is going to be such and such and please can parents make sure that they've all got sun cream on to how are you are you okay da, 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 da. the conversation completely changed mm. and I was like oh that's so lovely yeah yeah so love okay. love is you know love. I mean love 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 oh my do, do, do. <laughs> sorry I'm gonna I really need to probably record this again because I'm getting it so <laughs> um it's all right dude it's enjoyment we're bringing enjoyment um yeah love for oneself and for others I think is the key message so it's not only um you know looking outwards but it's looking inwards and self-care and making sure that you know so what are you doing to in your quest for love other than singing about it (laughs) not quest for love sounds a bit weird hugging yeah. Yeah, in my in my active 
love as a verb, I suppose. Loving. Uh, do the good loving. I'm not doing much of that, has to be said. Um, maybe I should do more of that. It's um, very good for, um, don't, no, let's not say that because our husbands will listen, but it's very, <laughs> it's very good. Don't, don't give the bugger any ideas. Yeah, it's very good for um, nervous system regulation. So, okay. Yeah. Anyway, uh, moving okay. to well, then self-love is probably good for <laughs> yes. that as well. So, yeah, you know, that's an excuse to nip off when if you're isolating at home yeah. to go and give yourself a little treat in the afternoon. Oh God! What have we turned into? Okay, um, but um, on a more hugging my children, <laughs> lovely. My children. Okay, perfect. Moving swiftly on, my dog. Yeah, my dog is like I sent you that clip, didn't I? Like Bobbin is so happy to see me every day, like every day without fail. She is like that. I have made her day. So she's a very good model of how to kind of live in the moment and love completely unconditionally, yeah. you know, and with a totally open, I was going to say heart, but it's kind of just kind of a nervous system that just doesn't, <laughs> you know, respond the same way. Yeah. Um, so that's really, she's really, I, I really appreciate my pets right now. And the guinea pigs that I spoke about last week, they have been out and they're not, being quite as selfish. I don't know if it's like just me. I think you're imagining it. Looking that, at them. Yeah. I might be just imagining it, but they did seem to have a bit more gratitude and squeak a bit more when I gave them food. So, so that, you know, and I'm being, I am being stupid, but just like connecting with my family, yeah. connecting with the community and just hugging my kids. And we're just talking about stuff and, you know, reassuring them and just doing the daily living. You know, I guess that's where I'm at with love. Yeah. Um, you know, and love to me is again, I think because of this now, I'm not thinking of so much what I love to do. I'm just thinking of people I love, mm. um, that's interesting yeah yeah and I think um you know that that you know if things are difficult or if you have a difficult day and it's like you shout at your kids and it's like you're really stressed about what's going on in the world and you know you're finding it really difficult then those kind of practices of self-compassion you know hand on heart just like taking a moment um to just say you know I've, I've got your back like we're in this together yeah. like it's all right you know we'll we'll get through this and those kind of self-talk mm. practices of kind of self-care um can be really integral especially if you're struggling with not drinking you know and you're new to sobriety I mean it's a tough challenge right now so it's like that just extra practice of being kind to yourself yeah. um I think is yeah, is quite 100%. key um and the um on that that goes back to body as well but my um lying on the floor yeah look if we're all at home we'll be able to do what I do which is lie on the floor with bolsters or cushions and blankets and just breathe yeah. literally breathe with one hand on heart one hand on belly and breathe if if it doesn't feel right don't do it but I find that incredibly calming because you feel held when you're surrounded by props well I do yeah so yeah um, okay. Um, alignment. So this might take a bit of explaining to people. Like, why is alignment? What does it mean, and why is it important in our well-being? Um, well, we talk about values, don't we? Like, if you know, if you the core values of what actually matter to you, and I and it's a, I've you know we always talk about like 
not necessarily being able to hear them when you when you're drinking mm. or using alcohol to drown out your true north and all the messages that you will be sending yourself when things don't feel right or when things do feel right or all the rest of it we can't you know it's that mixing desk thing like we've got the booze like headphones on and we can't hear properly so alignment talking about what matters to you and some people have like alignment in terms of political you know that's very important to them some are more driven by family it's like you know what's your why really I suppose what makes your life meaningful yeah and how to come in and how to listen into that so that could be like a mind map it could be there's lots of things like if you google like values you can go on and then circle lots of them and have a little bit of journeying journaling exercise yeah um about that I'll tell you what I did though that was really interesting this is why I made my decision on Monday um I think it's um it's come out of Joe some of Jolene's resources as well um and I can't remember what the coach is called but maybe we could put it in the um in the notes and she was saying how to like some people and especially when we go into a time of panic or fear we don't really we can overthink and then we don't really know what to do and we don't know whether something is a yes or a no so she took took us through this practice of um listening and and letting the body tell you and I found it quite interesting um and it it might not be for everyone but but she said so what you do is you sit and you do that bit of breathing to just sort of try and relax and come into the here and now kind of thing and feel yourself sitting on the chair. And then you go, you ask yourself some questions that are a definite yes. So like, is my name Kate? Yes. And do I live um, in West Sussex? Yes. Some really easy questions. And you feel for where it is in the body that you sense that. And it can be really subtle. And then you ask yourself some no questions and see if you can sense it in in your body and she said that's a really good idea sometimes if you don't know what to do it can just give you that extra sense of of the decision and I found I found it really strange because when I feel yes I feel it in my chest and my heart space it feels slightly more relaxed and as soon as I get a no like I did do I like spiders now I'm fucking terrified of spiders my throat contracted Mm. and I used that because I had no idea what to do on Monday I spoke to you I got some more information I had a think I thought I still don't know what to do so I sat and I did that exercise and I made my decision about school based on that so interesting I don't know whether that's good advice or bad advice no I think it is and it's no advice it's just that actually was quite useful to me it is and I think it that's a really key point that you know when you're super anxious about what's going on you know you are in that sort of free fall you know that kind of like whirlwind or that kind of spiral of 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 uh out of control you know and it it makes it very hard to sort of know where your true north is or know what you want or what you should do you know and mm. and, and that's why people reach for alcohol to kind of anchor them in what's going on and give themselves mm. that kind of slow the mind yeah. down um, mm. And so any practices that you can find to, to you know, any to, to stop the spin, essentially, um, so you can um, find your true north and your values again. Um, yeah. Oh, brilliant. You know, and I, I mean, I do. I really believe in intuition and trusting your gut. Um, and that's very hard when you're, you know, using a that's substance. Why you, but yeah. 
Yeah. Um, and those things like coming back, doing anything, even if it's lying down on the sofa with a blanket on you for a couple of minutes and just trying to slow your breath down, yeah. can will send messages up the poly, up the vagus nerve to your brain. Mm-hmm. And it allows your, once you've come down out of that fight, flight, freeze or submit response, it will allow the creative areas of your brain to generate options for you. So this, all the science behind it is like, okay, if you stop, if you tune in, if you try and rest, if you get yourself to a, you know, feeling relaxed and calm and safe, you're going to hear your alignment and what you want to do and what you, yeah. what is true to you more clearly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, um, nurture. So nurture, we've put kind of knowledge and recognizing needs. So I suppose it's that thing of tending to yourself, you know, it's tending, mm-hmm. like, that's what we've been saying. It's like, right, what do I, that kind of emotional intention, what do I need? Right, like, like, what's going on? Like, um, and part of that is resourcing. So it's like, okay, you know, I don't know how to manage this anger I feel or resentment that I'm stuck at home with the kids it's like right okay so I'm going to resource myself I'm going to go online and find information about resentment and where it comes from and and how I can breathe through it or whatever you know and it's it's tending to to yourself it's like Mm -hmm. um and so yeah I mean I interestingly this morning I list as I said I was listening to radio four and that was you know when I first got sober you know, back in whenever it was 2013, um, that was kind of before podcast time. And, um, yeah, and there was a real connection with kind of radio four because I'd get in the bath and then I'd listen to radio four and I felt like my brain was coming alive again. It was like, Oh my God, conversations about astronomy and about science and about literature and history and whatever was on. I just listened at that moment. And, and that really helped me to find purpose and alignment again because it was like I could be learning stuff rather than sitting on yeah. the sofa drinking. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I think it's a lot of people that are in the kind of recovery sober circles are quite, you know, um, knowledge fiends, you know. And so it is that exploratory. It's like what's going on? Like, OK, how can I? Um, learn more about this you know so I can look after myself better so Mm. that's that check-in of like if you don't know then you can find out really and there will be Mm. something what are you doing to nurture good point Hmm, I was just thinking about that as you were talking and thinking about what I need right now and what so I went um, and got some more wool Mm. and my knitting needles I'm also using Insight Timer and listening to amazing Sarah Blondin mm. um, in the mornings. Now I haven't got, I haven't done it this morning. And every morning I've lay down on my mat and listened to her. She's, it's a beautiful course on Insight Timer called it's "Coming Home to Yourself" or something in the inner wilderness. I don't know, can't remember what it is, but just the way she uses metaphor and her voice is like, I won't say what I, you know, she she's is just amazing. amazing. And um, and so every morning at some point I've just had a bit of a cry and I've been able to identify how I feel. And it's been different each day and it's just, it's really, really beautiful. So, um, yeah, so I've been doing Insight Timer, my morning meditation. Um, 
some painting. I've also got myself like a little scrapbook. So I'm going to do some sort of, yeah, some very creative stuff um, with my daughter. Um, the other thing that I think probably to put in here now um, is our walks in the woods and going to our swearing lake. Did I tell you about that already? Not not on here, but you told me before, yeah. Oh, I did, yeah. So, but you didn't, not on the pod, so you can tell everyone yeah, else. Yeah, so, okay, <laughs> about the swearing lake. So we're going into the woods and we've got some lakes around us and stuff like that. And there's, like I said, there's just no one there. And I've um, been to sort of helping my daughter get out some of her anger that she's got at the moment. Um, and she's really sweet. She says, is that okay if I swear? And we look around and I go, yep, coast is clear, go for it. And so she's been really... Um, getting sticks and I sit by this lake and she throws the stick into the lake and goes, fuck. <laughs> and then we shake it out and we're like, yes, that feels good. Yeah. So, um, you know, we do balance that with like, you know, this is contained here. It's not good to be swearing at school or anywhere else. It's not good to get into a habit of it, <laughs> but you know, as a tool yeah. to get out the frustration, we've been doing that. So, I think that's nurture. Yeah, 100%. That's, again, that's like, okay, well, what do we actually need? I know that doesn't look like sitting nicely in class and doing all your work, but I think it's probably what she needs right now. Yeah, and we did so, the, exactly um, the same thing, you know, because, I, like, I mean, the chance of us going on our holiday to the States has gone from 50-50 to, I'd say, like 90% that it's unlikely that we'll go because uh, – I mean, we're in closed borders now, so we can't actually travel outside of France until the 16th of April, and we're due to travel on the 17th of April. So so we had to tell the kids, you know, and that's a trip that's been booked for two years, been talking, planning what we're going to do for the last year, you know, especially in the last couple of months. I mean, my son has kind of, you know, researched down to what films he's going to watch on the plane, you know, and so it was a big big blow and you know mm. I, I just felt really really grateful that I could walk them through their emotional journey without trying to break it down or or fix it or just or, mm. or just not let it let it run its course so you know they it's like you like I get it you know I get that you're really upset and and you know, and so they had a big cry and then and then I still felt that it was really heavy. And so um, mm. my son's got like a, you know, a soft football and I was like, let's just kick the ball as you know hard as we can. So we both we all did that, you know, just uh, getting the anger out, essentially. And um, and yeah, and it, it was a really good practice and they felt better, you know, because it was like they've mm. been able to express it rather than holding it in. So, yeah, yeah, that's definitely nurture, I reckon. Yeah. And then connection. Um, Yeah, and again, this kind of the word self-isolate, whatever, um, social distancing. I wrote a post yesterday on Facebook just saying how the – they're they're sort of informative words, but they're very clinical, very cold, and they feel very bad for our nervous systems – um, and our mammalian natures that need to just kind of self-regulate with, uh, co-regulate with each other, with other people. And um, so there's that sort of, yeah, um, 
that connection. So lots of hugs and stuff like that. Um, but not, you know, at home with kids, um, <laughs> not, not outside with other people. But also that stuff that's happening through technology, I really feel like technology is our friend, our ally, in more than it's ever been at the moment yeah. in terms of, in yeah, the WhatsApp groups, the, the ability to connect with each other, to, you know, I'm having a FaceTime with my mum today. And she, I said to her yesterday, do you know how to use FaceTime? She's like, oh, I did it by accident once with, with Nora or something. And I was like, okay, well, well, we'll sort it out so that you can see the kids, you know. So I just feel like we were, we will find endless ways to connect in our communities and with our loved ones. And, and as a, you know, as, as a kind of as a species, I feel, you know, I, I have huge hope and I can see connection happening all over. And I, I look to that for, um, comfort. Mm. Yeah. What about you? Well, it's quite interesting because on our balanced model, the kind of in bracket words for connection are community, friendship, solidarity, asking for help, creating connections. So, um, solidarity is quite interesting. Mm. One that we mm. put that as 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 key part of that um and I certainly feel that at the moment you know it's a kind of like as a nation Social we will solidarity. yeah yeah which is a very nice reframe of um social yeah, isolation self-isolate yeah. yeah I mean isn't it and I really I'm like much as I I don't know what I'm trying to say I wish I would really like for the so-called experts to use language a little bit more carefully mm. you know I think it is coming out now you know that there is a slight like frustration with that but it's a, I but in, in a sense maybe it isn't because then we find it ourselves and we go hang on a minute we, you've said that but actually we feel like this and then we're empowered because we do it ourselves and then we spread it rather than the so-called experts so it comes from a populist need and a populist movement which is actually much more feels much more like solidarity than someone just telling us what yeah. to do so yeah there is that's the way I'd reframe a quick reframe yep. <laughs> but it's true isn't it it's like hmm, yeah okay. and then we feel clever because we've come up with it as well well I do I like to feel clever <laughs> yeah I said that <laughs> I'm always saying that aren't I? I'm always like oh someone's written that but I said that in 1936 <laughs> I'm always like <laughs> I am a bit like that that's one of my like oh I don't know why. That's <laughs> because I like to feel clever. Yeah, you know, fair it's enough. One of my little fair enough, dude. insecurities that I like. Yeah, you are it's clever. Like, pick me, pick me. Thank you. Oh, thank you. All right, that's fine. Um, okay, enjoyment. Um, uh, yes. So, really important, isn't it? That goes back to the senses and the body, doesn't it? Um, but also, what we did this week was before we were sort of in you know, self-isolating, social solidarity, gatekeeping, as I'll reframe it. Um, Our neighbour over the road is building his porch and we got chatting and then he's got a chainsaw. (laughs) What could possibly go wrong? Right. And we got chatting and I said, and he's the fire chief, right? So he's got like loads of tools. Like he's got every tool you might need and every hard hat and stuff. And it's like, if you need anything to do, you go, Steve, have you got a, like a forklift truck we could borrow? We go, yeah, all right. I've got my mates got one. I'll bring it round at three. And then, and he is from up north. I was going to say, was that a dreadful stereotype? No, he is from Yorkshire. 
And um, <laughs> so anyway, I was like, I've been badgering my husband to chop down this tree at the bottom of the garden. And it's not a, any old tree. It's like, it's seriously, I don't know how tall it is, but it's, I mean, you've seen them, they're massive pines. Mm. And um, and I was like, I'm like really seized the day, whereas my husband is likes to think about things. So he's been thinking about it for about a year. And I was like, right. So I went and went, Steve, you know, you and Dave were chatting about maybe chopping down the tree. And he went, yeah, I can do it at lunchtime. It'll give me a break from building my porch. I was like, excellent. So I was like, right, Dave, Steve is coming over with his chainsaw. Should we just go for it? And then it was like, literally, I've got a video of it coming down. It was so much fun. It was just literally they got in there and chopped a tree down. And it is massive. It just missed the house. Um, <laughs> we can't see the garden. There's a massive great tree completely covering the garden. So, yeah, that's the most fun I've had in a really long time. How <laughs> oh, about you? Um, well, I guess, like, so when we're talking about enjoyment, it's like play, flow, hobbies, you know, ING, oh, yeah. all of those. F- sort of anything that like lights you up like your inner child you know so um for me definitely it's like my painting um Mm. which you know I I, well it's your painting isn't it I made you a painting yeah Um, I'm so pleased about that and it's this technique that um you do you blow up a balloon and then you Mm. dip the balloon into the paint and then you just bounce mm-hmm. the balloon all over the canvas and it creates these amazing, beautiful kind of circular patterns. Um, and that was a lot of fun because the painting I'm doing is intuitive painting. So you're not supposed to think or create a, an image and which is great because it, you forget, you lose all that kind of perfectionism because I can't draw. I mean, that's why I gave up doing art when I was sort of GCSE because it was like, well, I, I can't draw. so therefore I'm not good at art you know that's the 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 kind of inbuilt messaging there um which is bollocks but it it certainly was you know when when art is a subject you do at school um it has to be graded in a way um Mm. so yeah this is the, the whole idea with this kind of type of painting is just to get rid of all that and just you know just have fun essentially I love that and um and it was a lot of fun and and you know, now I can do that with the kids and they're like, I don't know what to draw. And it's like, well, don't, you're not drawing anything. Just choose a couple of colours that you like. And then here are some different mm. sort of implements you can use. So we've got a roller, we've got, you know, some old credit cards to scrape and then a balloon and then like a sponge. And even going back to like potato, you know, prints or whatever. Yeah. And then just have that. fun. I'm going to do that. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to do that today. Oh, the balloon is awesome. Um oh yeah I can't wait I'm really lit up about that actually um well good I'm glad and um what else has been fun and flow and play and flow oh you know I said to I was just thinking about um I said to my daughter on our walk yesterday you know what do we want more of I think it's that very much that adding in that all of this is about it's like about putting things in to fortify us to make ourselves feel good and I um want to to have more music you know we we are all musicians in our family and we've got really worky worky and serious and it's like oh actually 
let's play some music and I really want to get on the piano again but I've got a little bit stuck in that okay I've come to a point in my piano playing where I was like oh I don't feel like I'm progressing because I don't read well I do read music but I can't sight read I do I've learned everything by ear and that's how I play piano Mm. and I was like it doesn't matter it's just taking all that expectation of it and just feeling my fingers on the keys and making sounds and that's that's all that matters and we know we've got the double bass we've got we've got mandolins we've got about 25 guitars we've got mics we've got a piano like we've got literally so much musical equipment and I just want to play. Get, I was thinking I really want to just play, exactly, just want to mm. play. So that will be really nice. Yeah, so enjoyment, you know, it's all those ING singing, taking photographs. Yeah. It's uh, baking. baking, yeah, um, cooking. Walking. Um, Except we've got to be careful where we walk. Running. But yeah. Yeah, um, um, crafting, knitting, um, yeah. sewing, drawing, anything like that. Gardening, yeah. Um yeah, so I that's um and play yeah and playing. I mean, I again because we were kicking the football, we were playing football in my son's room, and that was pretty fun, you know. Like until I nearly broke the TV, and then I was like, "Oh, I should probably stop that." But it's this, yeah. We've become really serious, um. So now is the time to yeah. kind of add in a bit of yeah. silly, for sure. Um, yeah, I think so. And the last one is drive. So yeah, so. Drive is essentially purpose, isn't it? It's like... Um, or your friend's cat. Or my friend's cat, <laughs> yeah. So I don't know where this came from, but my, my best mate, we've been friends since we were eight. I've got two best friends, Tasha and Teresa, that we've been friends since primary school and in, in Gloucestershire. And I don't know why, but her cat got called Drive it was so it was just like a well west country it's like right drive where's drive gone oh so my drive um and he was just the most mental cat um i think he's actually feral now and lives on a farm because <laughs> um, drive just couldn't be domest- so strange. yeah couldn't be domesticated so drivers like out there if you see like a, a, a crazy black cat it's probably drive um that might be what we call the beast of um oh it's the beast of bobman whenever we go whenever we go down west we uh what did we say we had the the great sheep eating oh look you just reminded me of something that was a family joke but i think that actually might be actually might be drive might be mind. our drive like, mind yeah <laughs> but oh. in a more serious yeah. note drive oh, is yeah. um kind so, of what yeah. keeps the you going yeah yeah what gives your life purpose and meaning and I suppose that goes back to values doesn't it and alignment in a way but it's a bit more doing it's like almost like your agency yeah with it maybe and how you access your agency yeah so it's like Um, your job your career it's like setting goals you know to go on holiday it's that kind of yeah having a forward-thinking mindset of like right where where are we going like what is what what is what are we aiming for and I think especially you know when you've been drinking and been in maladaptive behavior your your life becomes very purposeless and Mm. something that can really kind of anchor you into your sobriety is is finding that drive of like you know what I I want to retrain and be a yoga instructor or I want to retrain and be a an astronaut so like that's going to be my drive like I'm going to do night school and that you know I'm going to 
I've got something to aim for. Um, and you've got extra time, yeah, haven't you? And that extra time, extra resources. And actually, you, especially if you're early days, you need something to focus on yeah. to fill the, that, that gap, um, which is going to be much more um, amazing and beneficial and reap so many rewards. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's, it's just, that's just such a, there's a no lose situation there, I think. Yeah. And it's one of, I mean, if you look at any kind of model of well-being, be it in coaching or, you know, um, in positive psychology or science of happiness, you know, purpose is a key element to yeah. life satisfaction. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I mean, all of these yeah. things, it, these aren't just things we've made up. Like, they do have science behind Yeah, it. they do. And they come from, like you say, like my studies with science of happiness, your studies with the recovery coaching and, and all of my stuff, yeah, with with um, with coaching as well, with learning to be a to be a coach. And, and also all of – because whenever you do a course like that, you're going to be – you know, part of that is reading, extensive reading and – and the online learning, um, and then the practical application. Um, so it, I think what this is, 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 is a dis- distillation of kind of about five, six, seven years of learning, I yeah, guess. So 100%. I, I, I feel very good. And also I love it because, you know, we talked about the sort of balance being, um, well, it's very, it's a thread that runs through well-being right back when to, you know, the Taoist principles to, to yoga. A lot of this is about the balance of the left brain, the right brain, the body, the mind, the spirit, the yin, the yang, the, all of that. Life balance. Yeah. Yeah. So, so there is a very, uh, something that we recognize as a kind of a, a, an almost like an aspirational human condition in there. And then the practical application, which I do think we need because we have a lot of theories about how to do it. But these are like, okay, well, then let's break it down. What can we do? What feels good? How do we work it? You know, so, you know, uh, it feels very good to me to work with that. Very sort of simple. Yeah. No. Yeah. 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 So we put all the notes about this, like uh, on this episode and, you know, obviously, um, you know, this is what we talk about in our community group on Facebook. This is kind of the principle we work for when we're working one-to-one with clients. Um, we've got our, what is it, 42-day email course that you can do, which has uh, got a lot of this these principles, but also lots of practical kind of principles about um, triggers and early day sobriety you know it's kind of the backbone to our book um yeah and it's kind of probably the thing we're most proud of right in terms of yeah what we've developed and kind of it's the the founding principle I suppose of love sober so there you go yes well summarized dude well summarized and it is I do feel proud when we talk through it's like yeah you know that all feels like really good I do feel really proud of it um and the other thing I I was thinking about just in terms of this about imbalance Mm. and this being a kind of a state that is is something that we 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 strive for as the balance and how I kind of like to, whenever I look at something, I like to try and have a little nod to the opposite in terms of balance to to have respect for that. You know, like where we're all about, when you said we have to respect the ebb to boss the flow and it's like, okay, well, we're not in stasis. It's not about not 
not ever being imbalanced because growth is necessarily imbalanced and then we reintegrate it we learn how to use it and then we come back into that kind of feeling of balance again so I think it's not a static thing it's a growing thing and I also think you know it's like well how we, we then respect those moments of imbalance because we know how to bring ourselves back into balance as well yeah. it's not a frightening thing so yeah I've been thinking about that the last couple of days too yeah all right we should probably finish up now so if you want to close down let's do our reasons to love sober and our tips then yeah what's your reason what's your tip of the day um tip of the day is to hydrate drink water I've been sort of noticing that not anyone in our house drinks enough water and I certainly don't so I think it's quite key to look after your hydration in these kind of times and I think when you're anxious you're more dehydrated and if you're dehydrated you're more likely to drink alcohol so yeah yeah so there's some real basics yeah physical yeah get back to basics for sure get back to basics yeah good plan and you Mine would be listen to Bangra. Nice. And have a bit of a dance. Um, yeah, that would be it. So um, I haven't got anything else to say apart from that. <laughs> Your reason to love sober? Um, oh, just uh, I think the community connection at the moment. I, I, I heard something interesting on Holly Whitaker's. Um, uh, on the letter you know on the temper and it was talking about the the you know the social isolation aspect and she was sort of saying in her typically sort of like um what's the word quite sort radical but yeah badass kind of combative style really which was we've been in training for this for years we've created communities we've connected with people and we've dealt with a certain amount of kind of social isolation because we've gone gone against the norm anyone who's othered anyone who goes against the norm anyone who breaks the rules will have skills to draw on Mm, from that and I I really feel like we do we know what it's like to go against the grain and feel a bit isolated and then how to build our way out of it um so we've got this you know nice I like it yeah about you um yeah it's 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 the coming together you know there's loads of kind of online groups being community groups and meetings and just that kind of solidarity um in sobriety i think is is pretty beautiful so it's so beautiful yeah all right then we'll look on that note we'll we'll wrap up we're nearly an hour so it's a long one today but if you're immediately concerned about your drinking and I can't say this we always say this and I kind of trot it out as information at the end of each episode but it feels like a heart message to really do reach out Mm. get connected find your people find any people you know find us send us um, a message get in touch on the Facebook group like anyway there's technology now is is 100% our our friend at this time I really truly believe that so you know get connected reach out and don't feel alone Um, and we'll see you next week for more chat stay well everyone bye